Welcome to Strange Tales of Outer Space. Strange Tales from Outer Space. Uh, you know what? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's it. We have to keep that. Hands down, have to keep that. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of Strange Tales from Outer Space. My name is Doc, and I kind of lead the whole cabal of people here. We bring you our opinions and news and views from around Nexus. Uh, maybe a little bit of hint of things to come. Yes, we're a cabal. <laughs> yes, we're a cabal. We're we're dastardly ne'er do well non Han Solo types. So the reason that Doc knew that I was really confused as to why he said the word cabal out of all the words in the English language. I uh, like the English language. That's is why. because we're now all three of us using webcams when we do this, and it's kind of I mean more for us than it is for you because we can see each other, but we're not posting the video anywhere. Um, but I think it'll add a, another layer of hopefully funny uh, ways for us to make fun of each other because yeah. we love making fun of each other. So I can do things like this, and like this, and like this. And, uh, and those, actually, those, uh, those actually are male genitalia in his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, and, and I can screenshot and illustrate that later on. Oh, please. <laughs> please don't. I was thinking that we make might want to Make fun of the art major point. now show people what we look like just for funsies. <laughs> no. Um, no, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that goes over. Uh, so yeah, we're all using webcams. Good, good times. I also want to point out that Tony Ray is not on this podcast again. We just like his voice. So we're going to use that intro again. Yeah. Uh, get over it. Every time we have a guest, uh, you might hear some fun little bumpers here and there from the future. So there's any cool <laughs> guests you guys want to come on. Or if you're part of the community and you got a strong enough opinion, give us a drop, give us an email, give us a tweet. And say, hey, you know, I'd love to get on the podcast, talk to you guys about this and that, and, you know, what's floating your boat. We're really open to this being a community podcast, not just, we're going to get big names only. But, enough of us. Krug, how was your week? I like how you said enough of us, and then you asked one of us how our week was. It's good. <laughs> it's logic. It's sound logic. Logic. Um, so, my week was pretty good. Uh, I have been doing a lot of uh, just PvP, like, practice PvP, and just random... Uh, vet dungeons because i apparently am too shitty to do the vet dungeons that i need to do in order to get to the next part of attunement so i've been doing what is called practicing i know that's a weird concept for people especially admitting it i know right online admitting to people that you're not good enough to do something it's amazing uh i am not the greatest uh player at wildstar in the world so i've been i've been practicing second best second best right the first obviously being tony ray Tony Ray is amazing. As everyone knows, he destroys everyone at Carbine. Whenever Did you he, see oh, that hey. duel? <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> duel, by the way. I could not get over it. I'm surprised like, that Tony has to win. It just starts healing. Just every healer is just like an entire server full of healers. Just, I want Tony to win. Uh, so that was good times. So yeah, I've been practicing. Uh, been getting a little better, I think. Uh, and it helps that Indigo has this new tank build uh, that he's been running around with. His his new stalker tank build that's, that's just unbeatably good although you are <laughs> gonna get nerfed into little tiny itty bitty pieces during the next drop yeah so good times um so that's been my week i've been practicing nothing terribly exciting uh hopefully soon i'll be able to destroy everyone listening to this podcast and yes that's a challenge so yeah we now have uh, official server names now apparently yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be on what was it warhound warhound yeah pvp server for an na to be warhound entity will be the pve server for na EU has the best name, period, I think. Jabbit for PvE. Yeah, Jabbit Hole, the, the wiki, I think it's a wiki, uh, is going to get so much traffic from that, yeah. like, hands down. It's going to be, like, the second it turns to Jabbit for that server, it's just going to shoot up. 
Yep, and Lumini will be the PvP server. They just announced the names today, which is as of this recording. But Indigo, how was your week? Uh, so my week was wonderful. I managed to survive a week of uh, New York. So uh, I, I got to play a lot. And uh, by a lot, I mean uh, I got on today and I was ecstatic. I like I got home from work and I was immediately like, oh, I got I got I got to go on my computer. And my girlfriend's like, I'm going to go walk the dogs. Either you need to cook dinner or you need to start doing laundry. And I was like, but priorities, woman, priorities to get on the computer and play Wild Star. So, um, <laughs> That was that was fun. I was like, I was making up excuses too, but like, oh, babe, I, I I have to do a podcast tonight, and I haven't looked at the notes because I, I was flying last night. Like, I need to like, I need to get on and just go over notes real quick. I just, I don't have time for that. And really, what I was thinking is, I really want to play Wild Star. <laughs> I really want to play Wild Star. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, uh, the the last week I did spend a tremendous amount of time on the Wild Star subreddit. Where I I felt I didn't I, I think I only like made one or two comments, but literally the entire time, any person that was like positively talking about like issues or, or or talking about anything really positively, I was immediately like, "Fuck yeah, you're getting a plus." And anyone that talks shit about you is getting a negative one. Uh, negative one, negative one, <laughs> negative one. I, I'm gonna go out there and say you're not supposed to use the downvote like that just because you Fuck disagree them. with you. But- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fuck them. <laughs> if yeah, you want to find the good one, calling them a plus one and a minus one by a vote down vote down vote. You just lost our entire Reddit audience. Just <laughs> Thank God I'm here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Reddit kid, motherfucker. I believe Reddit when kid. I when I when I press the up one, they get a plus one, and when I push the down, stop, they get a stop negative talking. One. You're going to destroy our. <laughs> we already have no credibility. Once on, we, once on. they realize that, we're screwed totally. Speak- our yourself. listener base of like 10. <laughs> I love all nine of you. <laughs> there are at least 200 people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. I love all 199 of you. Judging by <laughs> my Google Analytics, which I'm not looking at, so I don't know why I'm pointing at it. Judging by my Google Analytics, that's what I think. Pointing is going to really help them. Yes, mm-hmm. it's going to help everyone. <laughs> but either way, either way, whether I'm supposed to do it that way or not, uh, I, I did it. Because uh, I felt it's helpful and a good for the environment that is Wildstar. <laughs> Whoa! I almost died. I almost died. I thought you were just going to say good for the environment. Like, <laughs> the ozone layer is going to be fixed because I'm not people I disagree with. Making the world a better place, one downvote Well, no, 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 no. My, hold on. I, I mind you, I wasn't downvoting people I disagree with. Like, if someone came in and and made a comment about something that I didn't think was true, like, like, oh, I'm having a problem with this, and 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 they gave like an explanation of why they they had that issue or why they were upset about X, Y, and Z, I would actually upvote that. It was people that went in there and were just total trolls about situations. Oh, well, so that's, like, we may have misunderstood you because that's totally yeah. how you're supposed to use that. I think. Yeah, yeah. People exactly would come in there. People, someone would go in there and be like, oh, I, you know, I just got onto the game. You know, what classes should I play? Or, you know, and, and I would upvote that. And then people are, oh, you should just stop because the dead game's dead. Oh, Wildstar's dead forever. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> this is why I'm a lurker mostly. Damn. Yeah, because my patience <sighs> can only go so far with super toxicity for yep. no reason. Yep, yep, I'm the same way. So that that's what I was downvoting because 
I was just like, no. Like, the big issue was, it's like, oh, I stopped playing like a month after the game released, and you all should stop too, because it sucks. Why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's that's what I did in New York. Uh, I uh, I stayed away from my girlfriend's parents, and I hung out <laughs> on the subway. <laughs> Oh, our future son-in-law loves being around us so much. <laughs> that was good. Oh, Doc, man. Huh? How was your week? My week, you know, for the first half of the week, I was hard mode going to I want to finish Veteran Sword Maiden. And I had gotten really good groups, and we're going through we're going through minimal deaths, maybe even no deaths on some of them. We're on a 45-minute run for gold. We're dominating. We get to Rain and Darkspeaker. And that's it. We're, we're pulling good DPS on a lot of these groups. I'm actually pulling pretty decent DPS, and that's without proper runes and whatnot. I still have, I'm waiting for the rune drop changes to, ha- to happen. But something about her mechanics just destroys so many pugs. And I'm talking through vents if I can. I'm chatting with them if I can. I think I did like 14 different uh, uh, SSM runs within like three, four days. At that oh. point, I literally got burned out. I'm like, look, I'm done playing games. No more league right now. No more Destiny, no more Wildstar. My brain is fried because, like, for some reason, either I'm screwing up on mechanics as well, uh, the groups are screwing up on mechanics, and we're either just not pulling up enough DPS. Like, we'll get to Phase 3, and then it just, majority of the groups I had couldn't hack it. And myself included. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not at fault. You know, I've made dumb mistakes, and I've had, I had panic moments, but other, I'm getting the mechanics down, but execution's not happening. Which boss is the one you're talking about? She's the, the second with- second to the last. She's the the fire the fire uh, the east side. Oh 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 oh. oh okay. The east side boss. She has uh, the fire uh, explosions right, the and everything. The walls of fire that come towards you and like shoot you up in the air and shit. Exactly. Like yeah. The mechanically, I got the fight. It's it's down. It's just for some reason I cannot execute it. And I've been to the rest hard- of the thing. Yeah, it's, it's a hard it's one. Not- speed and having the right movement abilities and using them at the right times and exactly and so, kind of a little bit of luck, I guess. Like because a, a tiny that- bit. The way that firewall that comes from the top down works is that it, like, picks a random spot for the little hole for you to run through to be in. Yeah. And you have to, like, just be in the right spot, basically. Exactly. So you got to have a CC break on you or something or, like, a gate to get over it or something. But yeah. at that point, I, I literally was just getting super frustrated. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm taking a sabbatical from games. I'm done for a bit. Did some designing. So I got a windfall of money coming my way. And I'm thinking, ooh, I've been wanting to... Uh, do some more research on a good PC, a desktop PC, because I need my, my laptop to play Wildstar. And we already know on this on this web, uh, podcast, I occasionally have issues. If I can get myself a decent desktop with like dual screens, I can play this game better, be more stable, and I can have a, a station to design and do other things. Well, I have a four-year-old daughter, and I have a girlfriend who loves her to death, and has found, and we talked about this money, and she's like, "Oh, you know, it'd be really cool. She'd totally go on like a family vacation or something, or like a vacation for the two of us for Christmas." And so I think desktop computer making my girlfriend happy. <laughs> desktop computer <laughs> making my girlfriend happy. Well, now, you know, if you get a desktop computer and it makes you happy, if she loves you, it would make her happy too. <laughs> I will use that. <laughs> but I'm here's, just saying, well, said the single guy. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, she's a, she's a gamer as well, so she does understand getting upgrades and whatnot. But she really, really wants to take a trip. <laughs> this and, is what I this was what I'll say say to you. Say, all right, honey, we can go on a trip if you're gonna pay for it. Desktop, 
<laughs> and other than that, uh, since I didn't play any games, I decided I was going to help my band one with the music video we're filming and uh, and stuff like that. So that's mostly my week. I and that and honestly, that sabbatical helped so much. I came back today this morning and played some more, and I felt refreshed. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, uh, games, you know, you, burnout happens whether at the pro level, the super hardcore level, or the casual level. Just take a deep breath, step back, and you'll have fun again. So that was my week. And uh, I think that covers the three of us, so let's get into the strange tales of this week. And uh, good old, our, apparently the new boy, the new kid on the block that's quickly gaining popularity, Half Thor, is uh, putting out a whole bunch of cool stuff. And this week, he, or she, or they, or it. it? I think it's an it. I think it's an it. I'm 90% sure it's an it, because I'm 90% sure it's just an automatic aggregator of news. I'm 90% sure. Either way. I, mean, I don't know for a fact, but that's what I think either way it's pretty convenient for a lot of people and they did put up yes, the defile reputation items and uh you know your standard stuff you have gear unlocked it liked accepted popular esteemed beloved and you have weapons and armor and decor the decor looks pretty cool you actually have exonite walls and exonite blocks for your building so if you want to have your own exonites just set up and do super just instead of all the purple from the from strain have all these nice cool gold stuff from uh, defile you can actually do that the armor though itself and the weapons are, are interesting. A lot of them are recolors, I think, from ex- existing gear sets. The heavy armor looks pretty sweet, I think. It, yeah, the heavy armor looks great. And I don't know if that weapon that the, the warrior that's wearing the heavy armor is holding is new or not, but that looks so cool. The it's, rep weapon? It's like, yeah, it's like an emerald thing, and it's got like this purple kind of like strap going around. It's just great. It's cool. It's pretty sick, although engineers kind of get shafted. Yeah. Yeah, their thing looks weird. It looks like a uh, – uh, I don't even know – I don't know. It looks like a suppository to me, kind of. <laughs> Bend over for pain. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. And the spell slingers kind of got shafted too. The weapon that the spell slingers holding looks really, really boring. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It kind of has like a Buck Rogers feel to it. Although I like the I like the headpiece. Although for some reason they're like, let's just make the shoulder pieces look like Kaiser Wilhelm went to a fucking <laughs> stripper totally house. They look like they look like <laughs> Kaiser nipple shoulder pad helmets. It's so weird i don't ah, i don't know that's totally true the cyclops oh, visor is kind of cool though and i think for this i was gonna say can we talk about how fucking cool the stalker weapon is though yeah, yeah. stalker Looks... weapon hands down is the best of this of this drop no it's oh my god you no. i mean the stalker thing is cool the sword is way cooler Hands what? Down. No way. It's got no skull. way. There's a little skull in it. It looks just like the skull for the resource thing. Oh, it's so cool. No. Well, no. Dude, it, this it looks like this like mechanical like robotic like it feels like it's going to just like spring out like it's it looks so cool. Mind you, it doesn't match the 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 armor set at all. The no, armor set it looks really dumb. And I I really don't understand the whole medium armor bubble shoulder things. Like <laughs> I, I I don't get it cuz it looks just like the the PVP set that I have the shoulder. It, the yeah, they are this like. this month or this drop looks very reminiscent of the PVP stuff. Uh yeah. not super pentacular in the light armor set, but you do look very PVP-esque in the medium armor set. It looks like you're wearing Wolverine's hands. Yeah. Except for way more blades. And yeah. they're way more jagged. And it looks like robot bear claws. That's all I'm saying. It, I'm going to go throw robot bear claws. Robot bear claws. Robot bear claws. I mean, it, it's pretty awesome. So, as always, yeah, you know, cool. you guys can decide for yourself and let us know which one's a better set and weapon. We'll put the links in the description. Let us know on our Reddit post. Let us know on, t- on our Twitter and everything like that. 
Um, so they're adding, I'm sorry, just to move on mm -hmm. from the uh, weapons, they're also adding some new decor items, and there's a couple of photos of these new decor items. There's an Exonite wall and an Exonite pillar, I think. Uh, so I really like the Exonite pillar things that get you over the chasm. So yeah, that's awesome. I love Exonite stuff. I hope to see more Exonite stuff in the future. I but yeah, to... you're looking at, like, for the armor, you're looking at 11 gold for, for like, apparently 4,000 reputation. For Crusaders of the, of the Defile, that's the rep. And it's like 11 gold per piece. So eh, it's actually not that bad, to be honest, price-wise. I'm going to get the claws, but that's about it. I, well, you can also recolor the armor. It's pretty nice. But, yeah, I, I honestly think the weapons are the, the better the better part of the deal here for the rep stuff. Yeah, I'm going to get those claws, and I'm going to put them in as a costume for my PvP set because those just look awesome. I'm going to say, if you like the aesthetics-wise and you're a light armor wearer like myself, go with the strain armor because the strain armor for light armor I think looks pretty fucking awesome. You're like an Arabian Night Ninja. Compared to this, where you're like Cyclops with, with Kaiser helmets. It's really weird. But uh, yeah, so moving on from that, everyone knows the big thing that happened this past week is Carbine bans exploiters. And one high-profile player was among the exploiters, but not for that reason. So we did hint that last podcast there was some kind of bug going around with the medics. And since now they've fixed that and they're banning that, well, I think they fixed it, we can talk about it. Uh, they have not. Fixed oh, they have the not one. fixed it. Okay, they have not fixed the one I was talking about last time with Max. Okay, and this is the culprit behind the exploits. So we won't behind talk about the, that. Like the most egregious one, they have not fixed yet. Okay, so then I think that was the cause for most of the exploits because a lot of them happened from rumors are going around that a lot of the ex, the exploit bans were happening to raiders raiding medics specifically, and it makes sense what they were talking about was happening with it was ludicrous. And unintentional. And people are arguing, well, they shouldn't have done it. They put in the game. But it's exploit. Yeah, the, the two positions on this are really strange. One side says, if it's if it feels exploity and it's obvious that you're not supposed to do it, you shouldn't do it and you deserve a ban if you, if you do it. The other side says, if it's in the game, I'm allowed to do it until they take it out of the game. And I, I think it's like kind of strange to like think of it that way. I don't understand why you would do it regardless because doesn't it make it really boring to be able to do 10,000 DPS with like one macro that you just and then you're just doing DPS like it doesn't make any sense to me see I was thinking about I, all arguments that. about the legitimacy of it aside I don't get it at all I was thinking about that and and I do agree it sounds boring from my perspective but I could also see the idea of look I've been wiping every attempt on this thing and I saw it happen in WoW it was a very big a lot of popular exploits that happened around Lich King as well um, I think there was like a rogue exploit. They were exploiting like mad, a bunch of rogue exploits in that game. But I, I could see why people would go, okay, we can make this fight 10 times easier so we can down this and move on to the next piece. Oh shit. You know I got gonna banned be funny. for it. Mm, I people are going to be happen. like, like fucking five steps into GA using that DPS bug. And then it's going to get fixed. And then people are going to be at the fifth step of GA and just get smashed over and over again. They're not going to be able to pass it. And that, to me, is hilarious. And I really hope that people start posting on the forums like Rage and like, oh, I can't get past this part of GA. And then somebody from Carbine walks in who's like, hey, I looked at your logs from when you were progressing and uh, it looks like you were using a lot of DPS bugs. Uh, so you guys can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And, uh, among, and honestly, those that were using that exploit got a seven-day ban. Seven days is actually not that bad. No. No, not at all. Especially Just have a job. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a it's a week whatever you can play something else it it's if you knew you got caught and you knew it was an exploit and a part of you realized this is something that may not be should be usable even though it's in the game ban's a ban 
speaking of that, you know, Zyback got banned as well, and people, some people don't don't like him as a personality. People do like him. I honestly have no problem with him. I've watched a couple of his videos, and they're informative, and he's engaging. I and I don't. I mean, I haven't watched them all. I haven't seen him be a jerk though. So yeah, well, he might... he is arguably one of the most high profile streamers for the game. Especially yep. for some reason, our streaming numbers are not that high, which is weird for this. I mean, there's games that are super old that have higher active oh. watchers than Wildstar like our on streaming Twitch. numbers. You mean Wildstar's yes. game? Yes. I was like, you're talking about our stream. I know exactly why our stream numbers aren't that high, but and at first, people were, were curious about Zybex ban, but he he's actually pretty open about it. He said, "I got banned for automated gameplay." He also then put out a video after contacting uh, Carbine about it, and his synopsis was he was farming for for prestige. And was using a an item, an actual item, to put on his keyboard to keep going uh, on this thing. So he's not raking his hand. Yeah, he he put a little piece of metal on one of his attack keys, and then just started attacking a holocrypt that his friend would just spawn at, and uh, he would just kill his friend over and over. I think the achievement he was going for was like kill three hundred medics in open world PvP, and his buddy was a medic, and so he was just farming his friend for kills. Yeah, by so- putting a thing on the on the one key or whatever yeah so they saw the logs and like this does not seem natural this seems yeah. like automated gameplay so they said you know what you're banned he said why am i banned they said oh, i made a gameplay and he went okay what does that mean <laughs> yeah well he knew what it meant and he realized what it was and uh he said yeah i agree that it is an exploit uh even if it's not a traditional exploit and it is loosely botting an automated gameplay uh but he believed that the ban was too much and yeah. But he's back now, obviously. And I thought about that for a bit, and at first I was like, well, fuck you, you exploited, you're out of here. Um, but that was a blanket thought. That's my thought with exploiters personally. You know, if you're exploiting the game deliberately, deliberately, and you're banned, you have no reason to go to the game makers and go, why did you ban me? I can't do anything. <laughs> no, fuck you. You knew what you did. Zyback realized, yeah, I, I did do something that was sketchy, I did take advantage of it. It is considered an exploit. I got banned. I agree with it. Uh, me personally, I I agree with Zyback that the seven day ban was a bit extreme, but you can't make an exception for somebody just because of X Y Z reasons. He did exploit according to their TOS. That means this ban. So there you go. And just one last thing from me on the topic. Uh, I think he handled it really maturely in his video. When I saw that he had posted a video on it, I just not because it was him, just because it's on the internet. I thought it was going to be really kind of like ranty, ranty and blamey for car uh, against Carbine, and it wasn't any of that. He was he told the story and he said even at the very beginning before he said what it was, I'm guilty. I'm I was doing what they thought I was doing, and it did violate their terms of service. And I deserve the ban, and I'm not going to, like, leave the game. I'm going to come back once it's over and blah, blah, blah. It was just very, very mature, and it seemed like he thought about what he was going to say a lot. And props to him for being such a big person about it. I, I think so. Uh-huh. Well, I, I was going to – I wanted to ask you guys' opinion about something uh, related to this. So uh, let's just say he wasn't – he actually was hitting the button. He didn't have the little metal piece on his keyboard, and he was just attacking his friend that was coming out of the hollow crypt. To get this achievement isn't that in itself kind of bs like th- yeah. this achievement is in game and, and and is a challenging achievement to try to get and and what he's trying to do is is kind of cheating i mean yeah i think i think either way it was a, a offense it was like something that wasn't an intended part of the game mm-hmm 
whether he was using a little piece of metal or not. I mean, like, he wasn't using a macro, and there's no way for them to detect that he has a piece of metal on his one key. Well, what yeah, they did yeah, was yeah. they looked so they, at the they log, didn't so ban there was him for an actual... The metal. They, so, used him, they banned him for killing the same person over and over again in order to farm the kills. If, if I'm not mistaken, they actually did check out the logs, and they have, you know, timestamps on them, and they're, like, they're looking at the combat timestamps, and, like, this is not natural. There's, if you're if you're actually physically doing the key motions, you'll see variations in the timestamp. Uh, I could be totally wrong on that, but that's where they assume the automated gameplay came into play. Um, uh, yeah, he he was milking the system, and to me, I my personal thing is you know why milk the system? I see why you would do it. I don't agree with it, um, but he wanted that that achievement. Well, that he was said his way like, of going about it. Apparently, he's a huge achievement whore. Like, oh yeah. He- he said, like, oh, yeah, it, the achievements aren't viewable by anyone else, and they don't add anything to your game, and, like, blah, 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 blah. I just want it because I like getting achievements. That's now, just who I am. I, 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 loved, I loved in World of Warcraft and other games, or, I lo- like, Xbox Live achievements and trophies. I will, I'm right up there. Achievement hound a whole way. But to me, it's not enough right now in Wildstar's achievement system to justify me going out for most of those achievements. Right. Um, so I, eh. There's I, enough for yeah. me. It's called competing with Indigo for achievement points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's literally we'll sit there and go, hey, well, what are you at right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I think it's milking the system. It's not supposed to be played that way. But then again, it's not my play session. And he's not violating any kind of TOS by doing it the way he's doing it. Um, what he did, like, mechanically in that instance is what got him banned. Not going after the achievement. I think it's kind of cheap and lame going up to even like that. I think that it's more fun personally, I guess I'm a masochist to go about it the way you're supposed to. Uh, I don't think it's fun to sit there and camp one person for that long, but I'm not, I'm not talking ill on Zyback. I just think that concept of making achievements easier for yourself a certain way is like, eh, then takes the fun out of the achievement itself. Right. Um, but I, like I said, I, I agree with Zyback. You know, he said, yeah, I did wrong. I got caught. It was a little bit extreme. Yep. But I can't, but me personally, as Doc, can't say, you know, Carbine make an exception in this case. You know, whether or not you agree with the guy or like him, I honestly think Zybax made a lot more progress now than he did in his WoW days. I remember there was a lot of toxicity about him in the WoW days. And it seems like now with Wildstar, maybe he's getting a bit older, possibly. He seems to be much more level-headed when he's doing his, his videos. His streams might be different. I don't know. I don't watch a whole lot of his streams. But uh, he's, he, I don't know. I mean... It's not for me to judge anyway. As long as he's entertaining and can give out decent stuff. Like his tank guide, I liked a lot for a while when it was out, and I used that as a a template. I saw no problem with him. But yeah. So moving on, we have a a few other big things. Um, Technologists, there's a bug right now. Uh, Normally, your your tier your talent for herbalist, which basically increase your reagent outputs by fifty percent, it's bugged. It's not working. That's gonna be a face for drop three, which means your boosts are gonna be more awesome and actually usable as long as they were more than 15 minutes but they're not which is kind of lame <laughs> i wish they would lasted longer because it would make boosts much more interesting and usable for raids and and dungeons instead of having to make an ass load of them and using all that money through a dungeon run is insane but that's just a quip there um for those of you that didn't realize our class lead hugh shelton left carbine this week and uh, the one to, to replace him is meerkat the former engineer lead yeah, I thought that was really interesting timing because wasn't he just on the the live stream, one of the two live streams that Wildstar does? I don't believe he was on that specifically last week's uh, or the previous week, the twenty what twenty six. Yeah, whatever. Like, that. like they they had the housing guy on this week. 
Yeah. I think the week before that was him. Is that right? I don't remember, but he did put a tweet out right before the end of Nexus Report saying, hey, guys, uh, I'm done. As of, like, the end of today, I'm done at Carbine. No best of luck to the team. There was nothing malicious about the tweet. I know a lot of people were like, good, leave. I don't care. Your class lead designing stuff sucked. Yep. And, yeah, there's problems. A lot of toxicity um, there with that specific individual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not him as a person, but his his His, his, his decisions and his, his uh, development of the classes. Yeah. And yeah, there was a lot of a lot of issues I had with it. Generally, though, as an overall thing, I was okay with the classes and the balancing. Um, I, I honestly don't have much to say on on Shelton. He he did his job fairly well, and he said, "Hey, you know, I'm out by the end of the day, and come Monday, I'll be working somewhere else." And everyone's like, "Okay, well, who's taking over?" And Meerkat's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." <laughs> That's exactly how the conversation went. He Shelton <laughs> just stood up in the office and said. Hey guys, uh, I'm gonna leave uh, today. Uh, does anybody want my job? And Meerkat was like, "Yeah, we'll do it. Sure, why not?" And just you know, then they just—it's a cool title, right? I'll totally take it. And pushed all of his old stuff off of his desk, and then just sat down and started writing or whatever he does. I don't or know. Or he just sat there and went typing. It can't be this bad, can it? <laughs> <laughs> then the hate mail started flooding in. Exactly. Oh, you're our new ghost, call- ghost crawler. <laughs> uh, so, for those of you who didn't know Meerkat's credentials, he was the previous engineer designer. Uh, the lead engineer designer, and he also had worked on Dark Age of Camelot, which, if you ever played their PvP and their system and stuff like that, was fucking bomb. Three different three different factions, and the PvP was pretty balanced. He also worked on Warhammer Online, which their class balance was oh, alright, but goddammit, that game was fun to play. And he also worked on Battlestar Galactica Online. <laughs> which I didn't know existed. Yeah, was that a thing? I'd never heard of that. Not a clue. Not a goddamn clue, but now he's here at Carbine. He's taking over Hugh Shelton's uh, Hugh Shelton's position, and you know the it looks like the mentality and the direction of the game is starting to shift, which is needed. And uh, I'd like to see what Meerkat brings to the table in, in helping bring the other cl- six class leads in line and trying to get a direct uh, trying to get an overall vision set for where they want to go. And there is, from what I've gathered. No information on who's replacing Meerkat as the engineer lead, or if he's just going to stay on that, too. Yeah, they'll probably, I hope, get a replacement, because I imagine there's a lead, and then class leads below that one top lead for a specific reason. Yeah. Uh, So I really hope they get that person back. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like engineers need more love. Well, they need more (laughs) reasons to have bots, but that's about it. He's like the next release from from him as a class lead is going to be like, oh, here are some changes coming up. I also want to say some interesting things about Engineer. Uh, all of their abilities are getting a blind. Every single one of them is going to get a blind. <laughs> Everything's a blind and there's three interrupt armor. Everything's going to blind and the AOE or the range is going to be like 55 meters. It's going to be great. You just watch gonna... Mirror counts off his desk. Welcome to the new <laughs> Age of Frost Mages. I mean Engineers. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I there's this. I don't know what a frost mage is. Uh, World of Warcraft, their their <laughs> class lead was. I just laughed because of the face you made. To be completely honest, <laughs> I, I do make weird faces. Yes, you if do. you didn't know, uh, I'll say this for for crew's sake. World of Warcraft, their old design lead, um, Ghost Crawler, before he went to Riot, was always always uh, told, "Oh, you're giving too much favoritism to frost mages," and yeah, whatever. And he stood on his desk and screamed that? Yeah, he stood on his desk and he went, eh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> still here. Went, Deal with it. Get over yourselves. <laughs> Frost mages were bitches. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, oh God, I hated it. Anyway, we're moving on from that. Cause I, I moving it on. Yeah. So, uh, hey, 
there's a bit of good news. Mega servers are not coming with Drop 3. They're coming actually pretty soon. And considering we now have confirmed names for them, yes. there's a date on the horizon. Yeah. And even more cool news, uh, someone said, hey guys, what's going on with those dungeon leaderboards with the supposed new drops and new dungeons? And then uh, Time Travel said, uh, quote, we're working on doing you one better for a future update. I don't know when the leaderboards will be ready, as the web team that does that. But we're working to adjust the dungeons to support that style of system and cooperation. So they're talking about not just doing a, a normal leaderboard, but actually having competitive leaderboards for dungeon for stuff like uh, gold dungeon times and whatnot. So that's kind of cool. If you're a very competitive person, you know you have another reason to go back to these dungeons and do these gold runs. I will never be on that board. <laughs> <laughs> you will be on the board, assuming it goes all the way to the last player on the server, which will be me, and then you'll be right above me. Just success. Right above me. <laughs> So there is that. And they were talking about having that tied into, to, I think, Ultimate Proto Games or the Proto Academy dungeons saying, you know, the better you do as a team or individually, the better your chances at loot will be. And having that integrated is, is a cool twist. I hope it's just not the de facto. If it's another option, that's pretty cool. So I don't have to always be competitive on dungeon running. That's just me. Well, even better. Well, let's, let's talk about some more cool stuff going on. Like uh, people were asking about – people were asking – People were asking about the, uh, the gear progression and how it's breaking down coming, you know, with the updates in the future feature of the game. And the basic synopsis was they felt based on testing and player feedback that there might be too much of a gap between, you know, solo group content and then raid content. And their goal is to lessen the curve and make sure that stuff like, um, like uh, dungeon and adventures can continue to be relative to 20-man content, 4-man content, and also make sure that crafted items aren't just completely obliterated out of the water from that. So they said, uh, yeah, the full of acquisition should be this. Solo content, group content, veteran ship hand gear, veteran adventure gear, veteran dungeon gear, 20-man, then 40-man. And... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Uh Is that not how it is right now? Well, no, veteran ship hands don't exist. Well, I, okay, yeah, you're adding something in between group content and veteran adventures, but yeah. that's but, not lessening the gap between anything. Well, what they're saying is there's too there's for some players they're saying there's too much of a gap between you know group and adventures or dungeon oh. and twenty man, and their goal is to, yeah I thought it was dungeons and twenty man yeah that's 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 what people were having the biggest discrepancy was there's too much of a gap between veteran adventures and twenty man rating. Uh, but there's no. There's nothing added there. It's still just veteran dungeons than 20. You know what would be great is if the veteran ship hands went in between veteran dungeons and 20-person raids. That's what so I you, thought. You go do your group quests, and then you go do the, the, the sh- normal ship hands. And you get to dungeons, you get to, uh, you get to adventures, you get to dungeons, and then you get to veteran uh, adventures, then you get to veteran dungeons, and then you do a veteran ship hand that's just way harder than a dungeon. I would have loved so that. Cool. That, that, I, that to me seemed like that's the perfect spot to it, but they, they're thinking, no, it'll be groups, then ship hands before you get to adventures. And... But I think I think they're trying to, like, the order of things, they're trying to keep it the same with veteran and... and... Yeah, and now that you have ship hands in between group content and adventures, it'll actually make veteran dungeon gear l- less of a difference between 20-man. Am I the only one that doesn't think veteran adventures were that hard in the gear you had as a level 50? Like, I didn't really think it was that difficult. Like, as a fresh 50, they weren't really that bad for me. I think that was kind of the point, was to, there would be some challenge in there, but you can still enjoy the veteran and get a good challenge. The challenge came when you got the dungeons. Because adventures were more about the storytelling aspect and the fun 
Um, right. Well, fun so just for people, but the fun right. bits of it and the challenging bits of it. Dungeons sure. will be like, hey, we're now we're taking shit seriously. And with this new progression system talking about, you're not going to be locked out of GA with without veteran dungeon gear because um, that would be really hard. Yeah. Um, it's really hard with veteran dungeon gear, yeah. I imagine. And they're saying, you know, right now people are saying the drops are better than the vendor gear. And Carbine is saying, well, we're going to do something with that, but we're not going to tell you right now. And one of the new systems they're talking about to bridge the gap they're not saying more of, but there's going to be a new system to help bridge the gap between non-raid and raid gear item levels. And the cool part is when you get to that new tier of raiding, you're not going to be gated in the sense of, oh, you have to have tier one raiding gear to have two tier raiding gear. You you can get into tier two, the next raid, and still get that gear. Uh, you'll still need to obviously kill the required stuff to get that tier two gear. Um, but, you know, you're not, you're not locked out from ever even attempting it if you didn't finish... Uh, genetic archives and uh, datascape and there's and they're still saying you know we still do more uh tiers and more more raid stuff crafted gear is not going to fall off our goal is to make sure crafted gear is an alternative to help you fill out those spots to help you still be competitive with everything else and they're calling the drop three gear archivos gear which is equivalent ish to to um genetic archive drops hmm so. That's interesting. I wonder how the raiding community is going to feel about that because they were in PVE kind of untouchable if they had, you know, full GA gear versus someone with full crafted gear. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, I've never even seen the stats of the GA gear. That's how little into raiding I am. I just not remember. Because I don't, not because I'm not excited about it. Because if I start looking at that gear and realizing how <laughs> shitty my gear is compared to it, I'd be really sad. I remember looking at a lot of it and going, why is there so much grit in this? Especially for TPS <laughs> classes. Well, I know that. I, I've read all the posts from people that actually have the gear and have seen it, complaining about how much grit is on it and how they want their actual primary stats on there. I've seen that, and I understand that whole concept. But even like having that grit on there, it's still really good gear. <laughs> yeah. Some of it. Well, it Some of it. Not we don't have any kind of like a reforger for stats in this game or else that would be a good way of reforging stats. It, it just didn't make much sense that why are you spending so much of this gear allocation in grit? Oh, it's another World of Warcraft thing. It's just the best, the best way to compare this parts of this game right? because right, right. It, it is this, it, it has, it's done stuff like this better than other games. Right. But Does um, anyone yeah. feel that crafted gear, armor and weapons should be better than what they are like uh, my, my problem is is that like when i was because cra- i chose um medium armor making for my stalker and it was great because i could use it all throughout leveling but once i hit 50 like crafting became completely pointless like 100 percent pointless at that point because the gear i was that was dropping was better than what i had and there was no point of just I mean, I sell all my mats now. Like, I I just go to my house, I I, I cut down the wood and get leather, and then I turn around and vendor it. Cause... Well, were you doing your dailies and doing the Aventus gear stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I isn't honestly... that how it Indigo, isn't that how it worked in WoW? Isn't Wasn't crafted gear in WoW not the penultimate thing? Oh, Jesus Christ. Crafted gear in WoW could suck a dick. <laughs> it's so useless. It it And they people knew it. The community knew it. The, most of the developers, even if they didn't want to acknowledge it, it was pretty obvious that most crafted gear was just there to help you beef up your crafting skills so you can get a cool mount or a cool decor item. Here, their goal was to make sure that it wasn't going to fall behind too much. And I honestly think the Adventus gear is really good, especially 
if you can overcharge it, overclock it well, overclock it, overcharge it well, and then you, if you get good, if you get lucky with the slots, which then you don't have to now with the new drop stuff coming out, the rune changes, you could then fur- further enhance your gear. So I think maybe it's just the luck you're getting with the with the the gear you were making, and you weren't overcharging it enough. Well, maybe because I I didn't do very. I, I mean, I did dailies as I was leveling, but I didn't do my daily my daily um, crafting, crafting quests every single day, and. I would only do it in the area that I was currently in. I wouldn't go back to the previous areas. So now to do the crafting dailies, I have to go to each zone and do make the three items in each and, and do those and then turn around and, and exchange those. But like the, there's two tiers of crafting, at least from my knowledge. I could be completely wrong. But there's the first tier and the second tier. So I was making first tier gear at 50 because you're not allowed to get it until you hit 50. So I made that gear, and I went on one dungeon. Or I went on um, Sword Maiden. Yeah, not even Sword on, Maiden with us. Not yeah. even it wasn't on Veteran either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just normal, and it and it replaced all of my gear. One one dungeon where it replaced all of my gear, and I was like, oh well, I'm gonna still make craft crafted gear because it's it's definitely gonna be better, right? Nope. Every single piece I'm, I, I, I still make the gear because I want to unlock the second tier in somehow hopes that it's going to be better. But like the first tier of gear is still not remotely as good as the non-veteran dungeon. Well, and gear. I think I don't know what this could possibly be, what my compromise would be, but there has to be. I, I don't think that crafted gear should be the be-all end-all. Of, no. of gear. I think that the gear you get from rewards for doing things. Like by completing parts of the game. Not that I'm saying that crafting isn't a part of the game, but just hear me out. Uh, no, no one's judging you. In fact, both <laughs> of us. I'm judging me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that the crafting gear should not be the be all end all of gear, and that on a piece by piece basis, the gear that you get from from content should be better. Yeah. But I think there has to be a reason for you to craft. Like, but I don't yeah. know what that reason is. If 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 gear that you get as a reward is 100% of the time better than gear that you craft, why do you craft? And I, I, I have a different thought on that. I honestly think that crafted gear should be on par with the vendor gear you get from the from unlocking and doing the content like GA and Datascape and, and Dungeons. I honestly think, though, I, and I've seen fantastic, phenomenal crafted gear. It's super narrow and specialized. Like People realize in the research of it, and they get lucky with their, with their slot rolls. And and I have a few pieces like that, and it's made a tremendous difference in my DPS. And even then, I can go to some of those stuff and go, I, you know, I'll stick with my crafted gear instead. And uh, I think part of the issue you guys might be seeing, whether it's crafting yourself or seeing the crafting, is that I'll look at the stuff on the auction house, and 90% of the Adventus gear that I do see isn't crafted very well. It's kind of haphazard and all over the place that's true the, the stuff on the auction house but i mean if you crafted something really great you're not going to put it on the auction house you're going to use it and the moment that, you put it on the auction house that shit is yeah, gone that's, nobody and, that, that yeah and for good reason because that means that person took the took the time to see what these people needed they had the right um sat allotment for it and they got good with the rolls on the so slots. let me let me rephrase what i'm saying then I don't know if crafted gear can be usable relative to gear that you get from content in the game because 
the only experience that I have with crafted gear is the auction house. I go to the auction house and I look for stuff that's just as good or better than not just as good. Why would I buy something just as good? I look for stuff that's better than what I have. And if I don't find anything, I don't buy anything and I leave. I don't craft very much in the game. I did it during beta a lot and I got really into it in beta. But after live happened for some reason, I just got lost in all the rest of the content. And I just haven't done it. And eventually I will. But as of right now, the only thing I see of crafted gear is just really sloppily made poorly allocated stats that are looking at the auction house yeah yeah people just looking to like okay this is maybe like two points better than the thing that you currently have from level 49 now you're level 50 you should spend two plat on this and people are like "Eh, yeah i guess i can spend two plat on it and they do yeah for whatever the best the best thing you guys can do is if you're in game and you start noticing if you have like a dps meter or a healing meter or that kind of stuff look at the other um people in your group and see what they're doing like i met a awesome uh, Spellslinger, who put out some tremendous DPS, and I'm like, hey, is all that crafting yours? She goes, yeah, you know, I crafted all this myself. She was super good at crafting it, and uh, I made a little friend there, and I'm hoping to get some nice slots out of that. So, uh, my goal was, you know, do some do some research and make some friends in the game, and and crafted gear can still hang, and that's their goal, is to make sure it still hangs with stuff. Obviously, drops from the extra content's going to be the goal of the best gear and slot, but, uh, Craft the gear has a place in this game. I think as long as they keep thinking about that, you'll be good. I, I mean, this is my personal opinion about it, is that the, the two tiers of crafted gear should go as this. First tier of crafted gear should be on par with non-veteran uh, fifth, level 50 dungeon. So for us, that would be um, sword main. The second tier should be on par with the veteran gear. Not not the top 1% of gear that drops, you know, like the super rare, like, no. should be on par with just veteran common stuff. And then past that, 20-man, 40-man raid should blow uh, crafted gear out of the water. Yeah, that, that's. I honestly think the crafted gear should be a little better than that, but I do agree with you. You, you think it should be better than veteran gear? I, I think it should be better. I think it should be on par with... Um, whatever you get, like say you kill the first two bosses of GA, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you get from the vendor, not what's dropped, whatever you can get from the vendor, I think that the best, the best crafted gear should be on par with that. Okay. If if you if you find you someone willing to spend the time and get the rolls for it, I figured it out. I figured out the thing, the compromise that I was talking about earlier. It should be two, not should. It could be two different gameplay styles. So you have crafted gear which focuses on non-permanent attribute increases like for example i have a piece of gear that is whenever you heal with a direct heal ability you have a chance of healing this much shield as well as health or something like that uh so that could be how crafted gear works and then other gear gear from you know group content or or adventures dropped gear can just be like stat heavy and but have worse little procky things so the the crafted gears could heal 300 shield per direct heal ability with a 50 percent chance and dropped gear can heal 200 shield with a direct heal ability with a 50 percent chance like you know what i mean like have two different ways of making the gear good that are both good in their own way so flat stats are always great because they're always there and they make you better all the time and that's awesome these other ability things that proc off of RNG make you good half the time and great half the other half of the time when they're procking. I think Maybe. a lot of players would argue with the RNG aspect. I think it's not a bad idea. But a gimmick it doesn't have to be RNG. A flat stat. Yeah, it doesn't have to be RNG though. It could be um, 
whenever you X, Y. So ah, whenever okay. you dash, get this. That's so not RNG. Every time you yeah. dash. Yeah. So it's basically adding stuff you have control over. Well, be, well that's, versus... that's the special abilities that a lot of times have, but they're kind of inconsequential. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of... I mean, I'm just saying, like, in my idea of what this game should be, which is by no means a professional opinion, that would be cool for me to see. I'd love to play with a system like that, but it would have to be implemented well, and I don't know how and to do that. balanced well. <laughs> and balanced. Because the ba- that I, I can see that getting... That's well, probably that was... why they didn't do that, because that would just be ludicrously Well, that impossible. was the issue with the special abilities on, on armor and weapons during beta, was that they had them, and they were ridiculous. They were... Like, what we're seeing now is a distinct shade like a sad shade of what they used to be so i don't know why they nerfed them to the ground like that but whatever but that's i think that's uh that kind of brings to the end of that one don't you think guys yeah moving yeah. On up. yeah 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 and then moving the, on up, moving on up to, to the east side to the east side have oh, I Jesus. told you guys how much I want to kill both of you <laughs> you have uh and now that i have it in a recording i'm going to go to the fbi <laughs> I don't. You know what? I, I think the FBI would just arrest you. <laughs> They'd be like, "Hey, how's it going? Do you want to file a complaint?" Brown guy. Okay, I'll give you the form to file a complaint as I lead you to your jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're moving on to the last big piece of Strange Tales for the week, and that is, you know, hey, a state of the game came out. Donatelli, oh, yeah. yeah, Donatelli came out, or the Wildstar team came out and wrote should've down. Done that first. <laughs> we should have, but this is the biggest piece of information. That's true. And, That's true. Uh, they, we're going to have the link up there, and they're talking about... We'll go over the big stuff, and we'll have our opinions on it. So first was them saying, hey, mega servers. And honestly, we've talked about mega servers before on this podcast. You don't want to hear it again. Our consensus is a natural evolution of the game. Probably good. Um, but they're like, yeah, we felt like it, it, it was this and that and this and that. We're going to mega servers. My opinion on that is is the launch for Wildstar was really smooth. The smoothest mm-hmm. I've seen on an MMO. Personally. I've gone you through did, so many of them. Were you on at midnight trying to log in? I was. I waited and... till one twelve oh one. I couldn't get on. I took a nap. I woke up at three a.m. and I logged right back on. No issues. No wait time. Nothing. No wait time. No what wait time. Were you? No wait okay. time. You went to that PVE server for launch, didn't you? Well, no. But here's the thing. I, I <laughs> here's the thing. I logged on. I created dock, and then I went to bed. I wanted to make sure my character was created, and then I'll play the next day. And it was like, oh, we time of an hour or two. Okay, well, for launch of a new game, that's fine. I remember getting balls, redonkulous numbers for SWOTOR and for other games. Waiting an hour to get in, which will decrease rapidly. Okay, I'll deal with that. And then they added servers to demand and everything else. And I thought, honestly, in 24 hours, that was one of the smoothest launches I've been part of. Well, The only the thing smooth in that was, was fucking taking... Destiny. The reason it was taking so long to log in wasn't due to overpopulation of people wanting to log sure. on. It was because what? Beca- what? What? What are you confused about? What you're going to say next? We they were DDoS attacked. Oh, there was on that too. Night? Was it on yeah. launch night? Yeah, absolutely huh. was on launch night. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Hmm. I think I remember hearing about that on. on oh the yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Oh, you're I remember because right. because Cougar posted that cool link to the like map of DDoS mm-hmm. attack things that's like live updated somehow. I don't know how that technology works at all. Welcome but to the future. I do remember what you're talking about now. They yeah. So I mean, but even then, once you got past the DDoS, I honestly personally that was a pretty smooth launch. And like, yeah, Mega Servers are coming. We've already talked about it. That's just that was just, they were just re- reiterating Mega yeah, Servers. Honestly- 
my opinion about this whole thing is they're just kind of reiterating stuff we already know for the most part, aren't they? Yes. There wasn't any really is, new information. This is kind of their PR release. Yeah, it felt really kind of canned and kind of like rehearsed. It, it's definitely not the stuff they normally post on their website or on the forums. Yeah. And a lot of people... Mm-hmm. I don't know why it happened. I, I really don't. I don't get the, the motivation They, they just it. do it to kind of be the more formal thing. Because we get the information almost daily as a community. But yeah. they after every few months and they're they're waiting for a big enough information to bring together into one, they'll do the state of the game, which is kinda like a state of the nation. Right. Game. Um there was one sentence that I took umbrage with though, and I I really didn't like it what they were uh, saying about at least what I read into it. And they were saying we read player feedback and they said stop releasing buggy content, period. That's what we're gonna do, guys. No. Do not say that. Do not say you're – my assumption reading that is we're not going to have any more buggy content at all, period. Fuck you. That is a bald-faced lie. <laughs> That's true. That There's is no a fucking bald, way. That is impossible for any game to create any new content and not have any bugs. Even the most extensive QA testing, that quote is going to bite them in the ass when drop three hits. I guarantee you. Well, okay, no, no, no. They didn't say that they weren't going to release buggy content. They said that the community said – Stop releasing buggy content. And that was what they were saying. Okay, cool. We'll listen to you guys. No, you're good. You're listening to us. But their response was uh, no more drops before their time. That's a quote from the article. No well, more yeah. drops before their time. Because Which the idea isn't was... saying we're never going to have bugs. It's just saying if there's a release that's so egregiously bad that we can't release it, we're just not going to release it. That's yeah, how it's going it, to work. It'll be done when it's done. But the yeah. way it was worded, in my opinion, was, okay, guys, we're good. We're not going to make that mistake ever again. No, you're going to make that mistake constantly. That's yeah, how have, it works. They should have made that specific in the thing. Like, we're going to try our hardest to like stem the tide of bugs getting released in our drops, but we might still let some through. And then when that happens, this is what we're going to do in order to rectify it, so on and so forth. It did sound like they were just focusing more on the positive and not really getting to the realistic side of it. Honestly, I, I, I do agree with that. Honestly, one. this whole state of the game kind of felt like they were saying, it's just going to be longer, guys, and now we're playing the waiting game. But... Just the wording of that bugged me because I know there's a faction of the community that either are active or not active that are going to take that and they're going to shove it right in their face. And yeah, they did the monthly drop thing and it was ambitious and I was optimistic about it, but I knew it wasn't going to last. And they said, okay, cool. Now we're pulling off in it because there was too many egregious errors that we're letting happen slide that we couldn't catch or we weren't able to catch for X, Y, Z reasons. We're going to, and you're right, they said, you know, we're going to make sure, or we're going to do our damnedest to make sure that doesn't happen so much. But that specific sentence made me go, oh, Jesus Christ, you're kidding me. <laughs> well, but here's the thing is, is that if it wasn't that sentence, it was going to be another one. We will, there will always be something that gets said that is going to be incorrect that someone's going to then turn around and quote later on and say, yeah. well, you fucked up on this that's, one. That's, that's so, going to be their banner. That's, that's going to be their banner for the naysayers. Kind of like, it's kind of like politics in that sense where anything out of context can be construed incorrectly. And when people quote an article like or a post like this, they don't take the whole thing and put it in their post. They just take the one little snippet that they want and they put it in their post. And then people that read it out of context are like, they said that? Why would they say that? And then they go and, but, off on a rampage. And, that's, and no one looks at the context of that little snippet, and it just fucks everything oh up. Oh, my God. My so, head hurts. That's in my face palm. It's unnecessarily hard. But that's what I'm saying is that's – well, that's what, that was my reaction to that sentence. That's going to be the banner. 
That's yeah. going to be the rallying cry for everyone that's that naysays the game, and well, even Optimus. Up. I mean, what are they going to do? What are they? I mean, uh, what are you, you going to do? You want bring it, bring it, step up. I I just no, think that I, was a poor I, I, poor I, wording I, for it. It. I mean, like I said, it, so, there's someone's going to have something to complain about across the board. Period. Fuck it. Who cares? Let them let them do that. As for the whole state state of the union conversation it's that this is game. state of the game. Not state. No, no, no. State of the I union. Like state of, of the union better. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're it's talking about we're talking about how we get content or get information every single day. I think turning around and giving one bundle of of all of the information that's kind of been talked about, that's rumor, and then doesn't come true, and then this does come true, or part of it. I think having just one official, like every once in a while, hey, this is what's happening. We want to be truthful and honest. I think that is really cool and i'm happy that they did this i i mean i i I read it and as soon as i saw it the first thing i did is i sent it to the two of you going have to read must read you know and and And, here's i'm gonna pull up my reddit card and go yeah i read that maybe like two hours before you sent it to me i did (laughs) oh god first of all i did too second of all um i said i want to say it i just totally off topic i just realized where reddit got its name like the website reddit because you like read it. Because you go on a website to read it, so you read it. When you're on Reddit, you re- you read it. Because it's a. Stop talking. Stop talking. <sighs> I just got it. I literally and I, just got and it. And I alienated the, the Reddit. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's have a moment of silence just to let that sink in. God damn you, Krug. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, this this state of the game address. Um, it's starting to show their shift in what they had talked about before launch and now what they're realizing and moving on after launch. It's a, it's a clear good sign that they're realizing some of our, some of our stuff didn't work and we're going to bite the bullet. And we set it before it blah, blah, blah. And now here's what our plan is moving forward. But they're talking about the drops. You're right earlier in the podcast. You're saying they're going to move the, the drops back. It's going to be done when it's done. But they're basically saying we're going to essentially try for essentially a quarterly release date for drops. Now, some people are already crying foul and going, I have to wait three more weeks for it to file a drop. And yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bit to wait for. I agree. But put it in perspective. Guild Wars, when you had those expansions, the two expansions in Guild Wars, the whole life cycle, that goddamn game, even with the other updates, that for that much content, it's a long-ass wait. Um, let's do another current one. Myths of Pandaria. To Warlord the Draenor. Once you had, was it 5.5.1 or whatever? It was Siege of Orgrimmar? It's been a year of no goddamn content for that game. Well, I don't know this, the game you're talking about. Wild, not Wildstar. Uh, wow, wow. Yeah. It's wow. Well, the idea wow, was. You're talking about wow. But how much content is in one of their patches, Mist of Pandaria? Like, oh, no, it's a whole expansion. Yeah, but and how the, many, like, how much, how many It's dungeons? like ten zones and, like, five or six dungeons and, like, one raid to start off with. And then they'll expand for the life cycle of two years to, like, three or four raids. Now, what Wildstar is doing is they're going to take that expansion and break it into pieces and call them drops. I, I just didn't know if the equivalent amount of content was in, like, one chunk of Wildstar drops. So, like, 12 Wildstar drops would be a year versus one year of... Wow, drop. Or yeah, wow. it's it's hard. It's hard to make whatever the fuck you call it. I don't yeah, know. it's it's hard. It's hard to make the direct, um, the direct comparison. Right. But like the size of maybe what drop seven or eight would be equivalent to an expansion in another game. Right. 
and they're releasing it in chunks in more spaced out areas. So you're not getting this waiting game. And that's what we're doing right now. We're playing we're playing the waiting game for Drop 3. But by comparison, people that have been doing raiding in WoW or raiding in um, Guild Wars 2 or raiding in SWOTOR, their waits for new content is much longer. So what it and sounds here like we to are me... As, as a player base going, I have to wait for a week. Oh my god, it's wild. So what it sounds like to me in the in at the bottom line is that we're going to end up with less content per unit of time than WoW has. But I'm okay with that because I don't think the WoW content is good. Like I like looking mm. at WoW as a gameplay just from a sheer that's, that's, gameplay that's side. That's subjective. You you have never had an interest really in the game. That's subjective. That's yeah. true. But how else am I going to judge something like content? Like there's well, no other way to judge content. The idea is how much content you're getting in this time quantity. Frame. That's the, not the, the quantity in the time quantity frame. Quantity doesn't mean crap. Like they could release a thousand new zones, but if each zone is just an empty field, Drusera's in the middle with her shirt off. Like that doesn't make <laughs> good content. No, it's true. But that's <laughs> why they're the going. You, you were just yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah boobs, <laughs> boobs. Yeah, what? I know if you want to agree with me too, boobs. Hmm. Anyway, here, here. I, th- I th- th- I... this is my thing, okay. and 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 you have a thing. I I I hope one of you have the answer. Uh, they're not going to fuck with my Halloween, right? <laughs> they have not said anything yeah. about delaying Shades Eve, and I don't think they will. I don't. You, you think can't so, delay Shades Eve. Like it's, Shades it's, Eve delay it has, is a year. Yeah, it has it has, <laughs> it has a timer on it. Seasonal content has a legit hard cap timer on it. Because if you're doing Shades Eve in November 14th, that makes no goddamn sense. So <laughs> I honestly believe that, and I they haven't said it yet, but I I can assume pretty well that. The seasonal stuff, like the Ultimate Proto Gala and uh, Founder's Day and Shades Eve and whatever else they make, which I hope is Cinco de Mayo for Granok. It'd be awesome. Um, that that content... <laughs> that can happen. Granok de Mayo! <laughs> with why why Granok specifically, too? Because they're, they're the beer drinkers in this thing. They're the, and they're, they're the dwarves. But also, but also, 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 come closer. closer. Okay. okay. Hashtag space taco truck. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo drop with the space taco track. Yes. I, I will literally give you $100 if that happens. Okay, it's right here. <laughs> It'll never happen, but if it does, right 100 bucks in my hands right now. But I honestly think the seasonal stuff will not be affected by the drops. It, no, there's, I, there's such a hard cap on it, you can't. They already skipped one, didn't they? They were going to do a 4th of July one? Yeah, but what that was so close to launch, that's much different from where we're at right now. It makes total sense. I totally, uh, if that wasn't ready at all, then fine, don't do it. But they've had a quite a long time to get Halloween ready. Exactly. And there's so much data mining happening from it that it looks like it's almost ready to go. Sure. But speaking of the space between drops, that roughly puts the file drop right around Warlord of the Draenor launch. I I don't know how I feel about that. Why? I, I, I think it's decent and then also um, not a great idea for this reason. A lot of players from all games, a lot of them have safety in WoW, even if they've left and played other games. The moment Warlords drops, even if they're just going to be tourists for two weeks and get to level cap and leave, they're still going to go. Uh, okay. I don't think bringing out content at that same time is a good idea because you're. It's like it's like bringing out, it's like bringing out your indie movie the same weekend a big AAA budget movie like a, okay you're gonna bring out your indie rom com superhero based off an image comic movie the same time as Avengers three, not a goddamn mm. good idea. Well, okay, no, no, no. It's it's like, I don't know how to put my analogy. 
if you've been playing Wildstar for whatever, however long, three months that it's been out, and you've been enjoying it, hold on. Well, it's for for, for the comic analogy. Say you have eleven comics, uh, eleven Rockets com- uh, movie finally coming out. Awesome, cool, awesome. When is it coming out? Uh, same time period as Avengers three. No, don't don't do that. Love and Rockets is a great comic. Don't no, I, I understand put that, that in Avengers. I understand the analogy, but I don't idea. think it applies to what we're talking about. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe. So I'm you just... have you have Wildstar that you've been playing for three months and you're really enjoying it, and you have WoW which you've played for like three years, but you haven't been playing it while you've been playing Wildstar, and they're both coming out with new content at the same time. You have Wildstar that you've been enjoying, so why would you jump ship and go back to WoW when you've been enjoying Wildstar and there new there's new content to Wildstar at the same time that there's new content to WoW? I'd stick with Wildstar and play the new content in Wildstar, and then I'd, if I got bored of that new content, I'd jump back to WoW and be like, hey, look, some new content. I agree with you, but there are a lot of people that they, they play with their friends. MMOs are a very social game, and our social circle stays That's with true. Wildstar. That's none, true. none of us really have a want to go back to WoW. That's there are, true are a lot of players who do and will go back to WoW. People that are like, I really like Wildstar, but my friends are playing Warlord. That's true. I take that. Uh, okay. I take, I take oh, that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but hold on. Hold on. So they go back. The, 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 the information goes out at the same – or I'm sorry. The, um, the, content, the content comes out at the same time. You're going to have people that's not going to go back to WoW. Like me personally, I'm not going to go back to WoW. I played WoW for years and years and years, and I regret it now. Not, not, <laughs> not, my, not that I played time, but like the game just got really – shitty for me but the, anyways <laughs> yeah so i'm not i'm not going to be that person i'm not going back so there's going to be people continuing to stay on wildstar and there are going to be people that are going to go back to um warlords or, or back to wow and those people are going to happen whether the new content comes out or doesn't at least with new content coming out at the same time it gives more people a fighting chance to stay with it because oh hey um you know, next month is when Wildstar is releasing their stuff. Uh, uh, I'm just going to leave and go to WoW for a month, do my thing, and then I'll come back. Versus, oh, I, I can I could stay with Wildstar and I can I can push through the new content and get the new gear and be awesome, or I can go to WoW, which I haven't played for in three to four months, and then I'm a month behind every all of my friends or everyone else that's in the guild or a- everyone else. I'm a month behind because now they've gotten all of the new gear, they've gotten all of the new content, and already gone through that, and I'm going to be going through it by myself now. And so, honestly, let's just look at this from a business perspective really quick. As long as servers don't – like the populations don't get demolished, which I don't think Warlords of Draenor is going to do to Wildstar population. I don't think it's going to make it unplayably barren. As long as that doesn't happen, Wildstar doesn't need people to keep playing their game instead of other games. They just need people not to cancel their subs. True. That's how it works. So True. if if you if you do the Wildstar content and then you Warlords of Draenor comes out and you're like, oh, I'm going to go resub to WoW and play some WoW for a bit. As long as people don't cancel their Wildstar subscription, then – Wildstar is good. Like they just need that money to keep coming in. And yeah. as long as Wildstar is planning on releasing new content on that regular basis, as opposed to WoW's once every year, whatever it is that they do. Yeah, and they're still saying they're it's going to be a regular basis fly. too. I'll yeah, be longer. Three months is way less than two years. Yeah, I, I, I like so I said, I think it's risky because people are uh, there's a, a chunk that's going to neglect defile and go right to warlords. But I also think well, you guys talking about it and I'm like okay you, you have a point right now we're going into shade z for october then defile drop possibly november and then proto gala which is december that's three months of of new content coming in that will keep people going well i've never seen how this game does holidays let's check this mm-hmm. out oh hey it's november defiles out and you know warlords will still be here 
I'm not super competitive in WoW anymore, so I'm going to keep going with Wildstar. Oh, shit, they're doing a December drop now, too, with, with holiday stuff? Uh, let's check this out. So, m- maybe their strategy is more sound than I realize. I still think it's really risky. I think that the vials should have come out before, like, October or December, but... Well, I'm going to take a gamble on November. that we say at the... Uh, at, during all of our subjective discussions about the choices that Carbine makes, we'll see when it happens. <laughs> yeah, true. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're. I. I think we've talked it to death. There's. There's no way we're going to come to a conclusion that makes any more sense. Uh, unfortunately, I really like being right, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, what are what are we for podcasts if not speculative? Right, we're definitely that. Yeah, well, we're also not good. I'm just throwing that one out too. Tony Ray complimented us on our speculation, by the way. I think we should take that and, and roll with it. <laughs> I'm okay with Everything this. we speculate, according to Tony Ray, is correct. He said that. <laughs> Go listen to the episode. I'm pretty sure verbatim he said Krug is always right when he speculates about Wildstar. I- I'm going to say – Were we doing the same podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he said I was good at speculation. Oh, uh, Anyways. What's the next topic? Well, what's the next topic? That's actually that shit. that's pretty much <laughs> all of the strange tales this week. Those are all of the kind of odd, notable strangeness happening, Woo-hoo. and uh, we have a few things we can talk about, and they're all pretty relevant. And I was thinking, you know, are we spoiled? Um, I've already said that I'm spoiled. When we were talking to Tony Ray, Tony, when we were talking to Tony Ray, apparently this is my accent now. When we were talking to Tony Ray, uh, I told him very specifically that uh, as an individual. I will never be able to respect another development team the same way I respect Wildstar. And it's just going to destroy my relationship with communities from now on. Because I, I, I'm not going to be able to get into it unless there's the same level of openness and, and interaction with the community. Uh, and that makes me really sad because as much as I hate to say it, I don't think I'll be playing Wildstar for the rest of my life. I think probably Wildstar will go away at some point or a new game will come out at some point that I will play. Uh, but... I don't think that game is going to have the same level of, of awesome community lovey hugs and kisses that Wildstar does when it, people aren't flaming the shit out of forums and Reddit. Uh, and that downvote. Makes <laughs> downvote. Did you just downvote me for well, bringing it up? Well, the way, the, way I, the way I think about this is, you know, we there's a lot of vitriol on Reddit and occasionally, to a lesser degree, on the boards. It's slowly petering out in live. And I do know that there's obviously different demographics for each one. But I can't help but feel that playing this game for four months as a player base, are we really get, are we are we getting spoiled? I mean, like you we sat there and we we're like, hey, we're getting a free mount of verification and we're getting this and that and this and that and oh we have to wait three weeks for a drop. The world is coming, guys. I'm well, I don't think I don't think the waiting for a drop is necessarily being spoiled because they do release drops on a regular basis, but they're small compared to Wildstar. God damn it! How I always get these two game names mixed up. <laughs> well, it does start with W. It's a legit. I actually mistake them a lot too. Thank occasionally. you. Thank you because I I feel really bad about doing it. Uh, they're much smaller than WoW patches, so we're not waiting for the same amount of content. We're waiting for our small little dose of content. But look at the reaction that to that dose though. Of content. We have much less to fall back on. But look at the reaction to having the smaller content delayed to that degree. And yeah, because we have much less to fall back on. Like, if you do a WoW patch, you have, what, 10 zones and 50 raids and a million different mobs or whatever. You have all of that to fall back on when the next patch, two years down the line, is delayed. And 
waiting for two years and one day is much harder than waiting for one week and one day. Just the, the sheer amount of time in between them makes a delay of like two months negligible because you've already waited for two years. What's waiting for two more months doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket that you've already waited. True. Whereas if you're waiting for a month and they delay it by a week, that's like so uh, maybe so maybe maybe the outcry the is proportional waiting. to the time spent in between. I think I think it's a a, pr- a proportion of or uh, uh, I'm going to try to use math terms right now and I'm really bad at math. So this is I just this, said it. It's if I can do it, you can do it. No, I don't think proportion is the right word. It's so the ratio of amount of time spent waiting to amount of additional time needing to be spent waiting. What are you even doing? Indigo's like rubbing a pen in his mouth in a very phallic manner, and I don't really appreciate it very much. Uh, the pen's nowhere near my face, by the way. It's oh, it's illusion. really close to the... You know what? Just you're... We, should, we should probably live stream this eventually. That's 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 creepy. Not even... Okay, I, let's let's keep going with that, but I mean... Print screen for the I, win. I, that I, I, I can, I can kind of... I can, I can see that mentality. I guess it's just... All I see outside of the game is vitriol. So much more than I thought I was going to see at this point. But it seems like the, everyone's waiting. Like, every, like they're, they're, even people are saying dead game is dead, and oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like, they're waiting for something to pull them back in. Like, even the people that are sitting there crying wolf and, and saying, fuck this, it almost feels like they're just, they're, they're spoiled little brats that didn't get their way. Now, it's a wrong analogy. There are some legit concerns there, but to the degree they're complaining. They're waiting for that one thing to say, okay, now your issue is fixed. Are you jumping back in? Yes, I will. It's a jolly good will because you're awesome, guys. So, so there, there's there's two things to that. Uh, one is I, I honestly feel that that is the new generation of gamers. And as old, farty and as that sounds, is that I think that we're in a point in our in, in, in the technology world that content creation and content additions over and over again happen so quickly and people move to games so quickly and so much content is put out there that it, it, waiting a day is is ridiculous. And I mean I don't know what the numbers uh, are for WoW for new players – but I think the reason why WoW gets away with a lot of it is is just sheer fact is that's what they're used to. Hey, that's that's the game I play. That's that's what I'm used to. And everyone that's starting Wild Wildstar uh, may have played other MMOs, but as Krug said, is not only do they have the 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 two years worth of content in one pop, they also have the past x amount of years that the game's been out there that. Right. T- that, they have that 10 maybe, years of content to fall back on yeah as opposed yeah. to us where we have less than one yeah and I, so mm-hmm. game gamers now are a lot more add you know look at you know the fact that there's a call of duty game every single year and oh not God, only that I hate th- that bullshit through, <laughs> throughout sports the games year, are horrible with that yeah, yeah. They are. but throughout the year of of, of that you know, that Call of Duty, there are updates to that game. It's it's a console game, guys. Like, do you remember in, in growing up playing a console game where there were digital update updates for your game? That I remember like the first time patch notes. Like, the, uh, I remember <laughs> the first time that Modern Warfare Three hit and they did the first big content patch for it, and I thought I haven't seen something like this since EverQuest. Like, and, and playing EverQuest and like RuneScape and whatnot. This is this is MMO territory they're doing. And I'm and I th- I kind of agree with you and I feel kind of old farty about it. I'm twenty fucking s- seven. 
Wow, you just had a stroke live on the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't remember how old I am. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, shit, am I 27 or 28? I don't know anymore. At a certain Are point, you I, serious, though? I, Are you serious? <laughs> I did serious. Go know. get your wallet right now. Yeah, I want to know exactly <laughs> how old you are. Wait, wait, nine, nine, 1987, so I'm 20... Uh, 87. 87. 87. I'm 87, and my birthday was September 22nd. I am 27 years old. I'm 27 too. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, that also tied into my dad is like you 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 forget your age as you get older. So I'm 27. You're not that old. You don't have the right to do that. No, I'm not that old numbers wise. But I've been playing in this genre since like the seventh grade. And I my I, I feel like I can I can wait for fucking ever and it feels like this stuff's happening so fast that I'm like I'm 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 getting spoiled. I have no reason to complain about this stuff, but then I see people with this outcry and I wanna feel sympathy for it. At least those that have legit concerns and legit ideas about it. But when I just see people with and this we've said it before, we've tackled said it before, just the to bitch for bitch's sake, I feel like an old I, like an old, it, little it, old man going, You don't know what it means to wait, motherfucker. You and wait, wait spoiled this, wait goddamn this. asshole. This is indigo and I'm gonna be the guy that's defending trolls. Alright, ready? Alright. <clears throat> I understand their reasoning behind why they're upset. Okay. They were looking forward to this game. They really wanted to play it. They wanted to get off of WoW. They, the game came out and it was buggy. It had issues. They promised things and it, what their promises didn't come to fruition. Okay, That's why they complain. They want this game to succeed. They wanted to do this game. It didn't meet up to their expectations. So they're using their only means of communication to, to, to release why they're upset. Okay. Those people – you're right. You've said it I think five times in this podcast. Those people who have left the game and want to come back or that, that stay on the forums are looking for a reason to come back. And because our generation is sh- so used to constant updates. I mean that's where Wildstar was ra- really trying to push – why they were trying to push every single month having a new release is because that's how – fucking add we are guys like people are busting through the content within the first month going all right what's next what's next, what's know, next? it's not even them. how you're making it's... that point and you're totally one of those people you're Wait, totally no, one of the but, people no, but, but here's the thing but here's the thing no whoa, 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 he, he's whoa. actually not well, there's the first, there's the first part you rush the content but, you but, don't but here's also the thing is yeah. someone made a mention and i agree with this too the top five percent will rush through the content and go what's next what's next what's next so they they the these are the hardcore in that sense where the casuals will end up going, well, they say there's nothing left. Well, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I'm like, you aren't there yet. It Savor it. Enjoy it. Get to that point. And then when you feel like there's not enough there, then ask what's next, what's so next, what's next. So you think it's kind of like a lemming mentality where when one person starts screaming about it, everyone else just starts screaming about it for the I, sake of I, screaming? I, th- I think sometimes it does feel like that. And you know what? I agree. The hype train for this game was kind of average for an MMO, a new, a new IP. But then we got to, what, eight months before release – and then we went off the fucking rails. This game was like the second coming of Christ, like Swotor was. This <laughs> game was like this was gonna be your your goddamn release, like Guild Wars Two was gonna be. And yeah, we got to that level of hype, and Carbine didn't deliver in their eyes, and they they've dropped the ball, whatever. But yeah, I, I I see that, I get it. But even then, I I sit there and go. I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding words. And I host this show. I have a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, None so, of them are in the English language, but you do have so a lot to, of them. <laughs> so to go back on your question is, are we spoiled? 
My answer is simple. Yes, we are very, very spoiled, but we're not spoiled by Carbide and Wildstar. We're spoiled by the environment and the amount of content that we have as a whole. That I can agree with 100%. <laughs> and I think if it wasn't Wildstar, it would be something else. It would be yeah. Bungie. No, Bungie. Right now, a lot of that shit's going on for, hate, they, for they, Destiny. Per- perfect example. People rush through the content, busted through it, and now what are they complaining about? I there, I can't find a review anymore that's going, the game's content is lacking. There isn't enough out there. This is supposed to be an MMO, and people are done and finished, and now they're trying. Okay, what's next? Yeah. And that's not what this – this was supposed to be an MMO for consoles that was supposed to really be able to push people. And it's not. It, it, it's it's the way we are as consumers now. We get everything so instantaneous that when something doesn't live up just to immediately. Co- yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're getting so high that our expectations are higher, faster than technology and technology can't keep up with how much And for some reason, we, they think their issue is to throw more money at it. You throw more money at it, it's going to solve the issue. And no, what we want is a – well – what we ultimately want, a lot of us, they want a quality product. We mm-hmm. don't want to keep fucking, we don't want Madden 2016. I want, oh, oh like, well, like, well, numbers that would say otherwise. But <laughs> I, I, I would totally be into more sports games if the development cycle was more than just a goddamn year. And you're rotating developers like you're doing a Call of Duty. Give yeah. me time to let it breathe. Uh, at least, and, and at I think least the sports with Call games of Duty, I analogy. understand. Sports Call games are a bad Duty, analogy. I get, yeah. Uh, sports games baffle the hell out of me because literally they're like uh, I remember listening to E3 one year and they were talking to the Mad- uh, Madden team they're like what what's the new thing what's you know what's gonna bring us to Madden I think it was like 2012 or something like that and like what's gonna bring us to 2012 and they're like well we've got a whole new uh, we've updated our, our roster so everyone's on the proper team I'm like okay that sounds like a patch that doesn't really sound like a full update and this year we have realistic grass and I, I was just like Oh fuck! Yeah, when I hear that, I literally, <laughs> I literally exit this. out. Yeah, people are buying this because they're getting an updated roster. It's the same fucking game. It's just oh, we're gonna change the quarterback's name to this guy now. We're not gonna actually change anything about the game. We're just gonna change the name of the the quarterback. And grass, realistic grass in sports game. Give me my fucking <laughs> Sega Genesis Blitzball, and I'm down. Dude, we, let's just <laughs> yeah, we need to bring back Blitz. Or like, oh my god! But I yeah I I think and I also think that this level of I want it now 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 is horribly applied to MMOs. MMOs yeah. are not Madden. They're not they're not yearly. They're not monthly. They are an evolving game, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous and- to get that mentality and go. You need to be right on on the dot the whole time, and you can. They're always it's the same fucking game they point to, and everyone else who has two cents worth of common sense in their mind goes, "That's a horrible analogy," because that game's been out for fucking ever. It's why you don't compare to Ultima anymore. It's why you don't compare to Dark Age Camelot anymore. It's why you don't compare to EverQuest anymore. EverQuest is still fucking on. You don't go back to that and say, "This is how they're doing it," and they've been doing it forever. It's the standard. No, fuck you. You guys are so. And I'm saying use a general sense, just these people, I feel, I, I literally do feel old with this generation of, this generation of gamers that are going into the, this new market with consoles and mobile where it's just so instantaneous and now, now, now. And I, I, I don't, I don't like it personally. And cause I, I, it only does nothing but damages games and developers and the communities. It, it's nonsense. Do you know what the difference between like games like Madden and Call of Duty and and Wildstar? Hmm. The word massive. 
I mean, the fact is that when I play a console game or I play these, I'm, I'm playing a set map that is not changing. I mean, maybe within the game you ha- you can explode a barrel or something like that. But the game as a whole, I'm I'm on a single map. I'm with 15 other players, and that's it. There's there's the content creation is making a new map, making a couple more guns, or put a couple skins on the guns. But it, you, the content that requires for MMOs it is literally the word massive. But on that on that note, I, I think we could literally go on until tomorrow morning talking about this topic. And, yeah, and, and this it's, is a topic we're gonna I just will... go into circles. So I, yeah. I mean, as much as I love our rants. I don't think our audience does. <laughs> I think some of them like it because they can disagree with it. And I think some like it because they can agree with it. I do think, though, that we can only talk about it so much and still keep our own attention, let alone theirs. And they're the reason why we do this as well as each other. But um, well, if you disagree with Doc, make sure you hashtag your hateful comments. Give me some Doc good sucks. reasons. I love talking. <laughs> give me some good reasons as to why I think this is stu- – why you think that I'm, I'm wrong or why I'm not thinking about it in a different light. Please. Hashtag Doc sucks. Uh, and where would we find you, Doc? Uh, you can find me on Reddit with the tag name Hollowmosh, H-O-L-L-O-W-M-O-S-H. Same thing with Twitter, at Hollowmosh. And you can always get a hold of us at the Strange Tales Mailbag. at strangetalesmailbag at gmail.com. You can look for us on, honestly, go into Google, just type in Strange Tales from Outer Space. You'll, well, I think we're the number one. Our Facebook group, our podcast. And then from there, you know, find us, spread the word, show show other, you know, show other people around. You know, these guys... Or have too much time on their hands. <laughs> and what about you, Indigo? To do with it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IndigoJones underscore STR. Uh, that's really the only place you can find me individually. But as a group, again, we're on the Strange Tales mailbag. Not the at the beginning, just Strange Tales mailbag. Yeah. And Krug, what about you? Uh, I am on Reddit uh, at STOS underscore Krug. I'm also uh, the one who manages our Twitter, which is at Strange underscore Tales. And you can also uh, email me uh, to the Strange Tales mailbag, which is, like you both said, Mailbag at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, you can find us on <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher. If we're not on your podcasting, let us know. And like we said before, we've had hold 20 on, hold on. Mm-hmm. You breeze past that. If we're not on the thing that you use to use to listen to podcasts, please tell us via any medium, and we will just put it there. Yeah, it's not a huge problem. We we would love to bring it to you. If it's easier for you to go there, let us know. We want to bring you us. We want to go to you. <laughs> we want to be where you are. That sounds creepy. We want we want to we be, don't be want in to, your like, ears. Be in your house. But we want to, yeah, in your ears. We want it. Well, that doesn't sound right either. I want, I want to be a part of what, you. I want to be a part of you in everything you do on your commutes and your cooking and your times and your, yeah. We want to be inside you. We had to go there. Yeah, but, we had to go. There. And even then, uh, and by we, you mean you too, because I didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, uh, before we take off, uh, we didn't do an add-on this week. Um, no. But if you are an add-on developer or you have a cool add-on or we find one or whatever. Let us know. We'd love to check it out and, you know, give props to where props is due. Yeah. And like, and even though we've had bigger names like Tony and, uh, and Freya, we are a community podcast. And if you have a voice to be heard, talk to us, let us know. We'll talk about it. And if we think you're, it'd be fun to have you on the air uh, for whatever reason, as a dissenting opinion or an agreeing opinion or whatever, it, it makes this, it makes our game, you know, our community only better. Yep. So drop us a line, give us some contact, um, you know, other than that. So for Strange Tales from Outer Space this week, my name is Doc and I have Indigo. Hello, bye. And Krug. 
Why'd you say hello, bye? Eight? Okay, whatever, bye. You bye. say goodbye, and I say hello. Hello, hello. I cannot finish this. <laughs> I'm literally ending the call now. Bye. <laughs>